Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, once again with Craig and Jeff. And this is the second episode of Off-Season Week number two. We're just cranking them out here. We've got all kinds of football topics to talk about, right? Yeah, never a shortage. <laughs> Well, this episode, we figured we might as well go over some of the NFL draft prospects. Every, there's all kinds of players declaring for the draft right now. Kind of got the NFL draft orders kind of taking shape now. We got, I think, the first about 20, what, 24 picks, I believe, are now officially set. So you can actually kind of, you know, get a pretty good idea of who's drafting where, what they need, what players might go there. So what we will do is just kind of go over the offensive players since this is a fantasy football podcast and we don't play we don't play in IDP leagues here a little bit <laughs> maybe maybe someday who knows maybe we'll add that next year maybe we'll become an IDP league as well but we're just going to go over offensive players tell you what we think of situations mainly and go over teams and what we think their situations are what players they might need but you know, always go visit us at the FF Profit on Twitter. Follow us. Go to go to the fantasyfootballprofit.com, fantasyfootballprofit.com. We'll have the mock draft up there, which we'll kind of go over here. We'll update that probably you know every week or so through the off season. Keep it going. So let's just get going on this, Jeff. And well, the number one pick this year belongs to Cleveland Browns. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna go with an offensive player at their number one pick. I don't see it happening. For the love of God, they better not. I mean, I I could see them needed a quarterback, but yeah. and I, I don't know if they think one of those guys, they, they need plenty more players other than yeah. a quarterback. And I think I think there's a pretty much unanimous decision that who is the best player coming yeah. out of the NCAA this year. Yeah. And I, I agree with everyone else where, hey, you, you take the best player, he's going to help you immediately. Yeah. He's yeah. on the defensive side of the ball, which you desperately need yeah. to. You plug and play them, right? Yeah. It, I, I don't want to see them do something stupid like go after a quarterback Just or because, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Don't be like the Rams last year and go for a quarterback who might isn't worth the number one pick like Jared Goff. I don't believe he was never worth the number one pick. Yeah. They picked him because he's a quarterback. Cleveland's not going to. I don't think they're going to do that this year. So, you know, they're actually. I think they're going to be smart about this rebuilding process. Yeah. So they're not going quarterback. So you go number two. You got the San Francisco 49ers. They need a quarterback. I believe. I don't think Colin Kaepernick is the answer for them. They don't. No. They, they don't believe that, and I don't think he. They believe he's a free agent. I don't think he's gonna stay there anyway. They don't want him to be there. Nope. He doesn't want to be there. So I think they're going quarterback. And and actually, I think number two and three could possibly both go quarterback. But if they go quarterback, there's a couple potential number who could be the guy. I have them picking Deshaun Kaiser from Notre Dame right now. And this is based off of just what you've been hearing and what NFL teams have been saying. I don't know if I believe it, though. I don't know if I'm sold on it. It's it's very difficult with QBs, too, because I feel once you get into the combine, and you see this every year, one guy will skyrocket up, right? And, you, I mean, usually it's not the best idea to pick that guy either because, you know, you go all the way back to, you know, Marcus Russell or – I mean, because of the arm strength or because he has yep. this because and you look at one specific trait yep. and it's very true NFL is a different game um, but you're, you're starting to see it already with 
um, UNC quarterback, yeah, Mitch right? Trubis, Trubisky, Trubisky. Yeah. We he, actually just watched some highlights of him, yeah. really, really trying to you know see what he looks like. I liked it from what I saw. Highlights I, are highlights. Yeah. I haven't watched many North Carolina games. Not many people have. We're not NFL draft experts here. We're not watching all these college games. But from what I saw of him, I like the mobility he has. I was surprised when I that, saw how mobile he was. That's what surprised me the most because. Passing wise, I mean, you know, it depends what highlight type you are. It looks like it, he's a guy that's kind of beyond his years yep. as far as decision making, which is very nice to see. But he's also hitting these wide receivers when they're open by ten yards. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, and he only he's only been a starter one season. He kind of came out of nowhere. Really scares me as far as going yeah, QB true. wise because you're. I mean, okay, especially if you go into a position like San Francisco, yep. where who are they? going to start over him. They've given up on Blaine Gabbard, so you have Colin Kaepernick, yep. who is on, uh, I think you would have to sign him in order to play him. Yep. Um, so are you going to throw him right into the fire, which hardly ever works. I mean, a very rarely. Like, we get really spoiled with this. We're like, oh, RG3 did great as rookie year. Or, you know, Roethlisberger was a phenom. Dak Prescott. That's not the usual. Yep. The usual is watching the Rams this year coming in halfway through the season and you're like, whoa, he has a strong arm, but this kid is not ready to be an NFL quarterback. I kind of have it going. San Francisco picking Kaiser, and then I have the Bears at number three picking Trubisky right now. Do you think the Bears are going quarterback? I mean, Jay Cutler, are they going to keep Jay? It all depends on what they do with Cutler. Sadly enough, I can completely see them doing this, and it kind of makes sense because – you have a little. You have a few more building blocks than say Cleveland does. So if you really do believe in a guy and you're like, hey, this is our QB QB of the future, I could see them doing this, and then you can still grab a few more quality picks right later on, and you could you could be a decent team, um, especially for someone that's truly rebuilding. Where you're like, all right, we have Jordan Howard, we have um, you know White at wide receiver. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with Elshon necessarily. Yeah. Um, I I I usually hate this scenario I really hate when teams do this when if you're rebuilding I don't personally want to go QB I want to go for a defensive guy or an offensive tackle that is going to be a guaranteed lock load play this guy he's gonna be good for a decade yeah um, so I could see Chicago doing this because it kind of seems what the NFL teams do um, I personally hate it but and I don't think that anyone is gonna have that much success right off the bat in Chicago either so as far as fantasy goes I'm not excited to see either of these either. guys no. to these teams. No. The, I mean, and if you're looking at four and five, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Jacksonville, I believe they need a quarterback, but they're not going to do it yet. They're No. And Tennessee doesn't need a quarterback. No. So you get the top uh, the top non-quarterback in this draft to me is obviously Fournette by far. Oh, yeah. So Fournette, we have currently slotted going to the Jets. I think that's a good position. He, I think he could be good there. problem is Jets don't have quarterback. I mean, are they going to Forte? Is is he done? Powell, what's he going to do? Close. The thing about Powell really came on at the end of the year, which is really exciting to see. So you might you might think, hey, this is the time where we're going to kind of lean away from Forte. We're going to maybe trade him, maybe do something like that. You could end up with a situation where you have Powell and Fournette um, do kind of a double-headed monster kind of thing. Which would be a little different than even uh, what Cincinnati does with right Hill and and Fournette. He's, I mean, I I, I believe he's going to be great. I do too. He's going to be a fantasy player right away. I mean, depending on the situation, he's still no, going to be a I, very good player. But I have a very hard. I think he. I think he might go for too much in fantasy yeah. draft auctions. But I think he is going to be 
pretty much playable even at the lowest of flex position right away. Yep. And I would say unless he gets trapped behind well, a team that I don't think would pick him, but behind a, um, I don't know, one of the top you know, five, six yeah. well, running backs. That's the problem. If you're looking at this top of the draft here, Cleveland's not going to take him number one. San Francisco has Hyde. Chicago has Jordan Howard. Then you get Jacksonville at fourth. I see that's the first spot I could see him going. But they've already, they do, I feel like they've already tried a few, they and they, they Chris keep, Ivory. I don't want to say they missed Yeldon, on him. Yeah. I mean, do they think, but throwing four, if they still believe in Blake Bortles, throw a four net in there with Bortles, you still got Allen Robinson and, you know, Allen Hearns and Lee, mm-hmm. and you got Julius Thomas, do they think that could actually be an offense? Maybe four net's the missing piece there. If they believe in Bortles, I don't believe in Bortles, but they might, depending on yeah. who's the quarterback there. That could actually be, I could see him going four. But he could if they if he gets enough hype. Uh, I mean, he already has enough hype. But if they really don't see anyone else, <clears throat> if I was Jacksonville, obviously I'm not. I'm not doing that. I, I'm definitely going either a, a defensive and guy I, that you. I can, currently think they're going to yeah, go defense or or an offensive tackle if yep. you can you know improve that protection because they already have enough weapons on offense. Yep. I feel well. In four, he's not going to go number five in Tennessee. Obviously, they still have yep, Murray and they have Henry, so it's not going there. He's not going seven to Gordon. He won't go further. I don't believe he'll drop past Carolina no matter what. Carolina has Jonathan Stewart, who's he's he's up there in years now. I think that'd be a great landing spot. That for would be, him too. I, I think so too. I fantasy wise, fan, for fantasy purposes, I would like to see him land with Carolina. I think that would be probably one of. The, I think that's the I best think, situation. I think that's the best situation for him. I think they they need that running game. <clears throat> they need to take some pressure off Cam. Um, I think yep. he's a stud. Just put him in and let him yeah. let him you know grind yep. out the yardage. I don't see any other team that I would be – either you're going to be paired up with someone right right yep. away that you don't want to, a young running back too, usually before this, or you're going to be an offense that shies away from that classic running style, which he's phenomenal at. So, I mean, if he drops below that, I mean, who's who, are you gonna, who would take him? And, I mean, gosh, you almost start going down to Cleveland again, and then yeah. I think that would be a terrifying place for him. To, <laughs> at least he would get a lot of touches, but you'd have Crowell and you're still on a bad team. Yeah, so. I, I don't see it happening. I mean, obviously, for some some strange reason, he fell there. The Colts would take him at fourteen. Okay, and I wouldn't mind that, even though they're a heavy passing offense. But you saw it would be actually great for the Colts because you see what Gore does year in year out, and he is getting very very long in the tooth. Yep. So if he landed there, not only would he be fantasy relevant, but he would probably have a very nice career where they wouldn't have to I mean, wear him down right away. I highly highly doubt a player no. like him could ever drop there. But with the way running backs have been not valued as much in the NFL lately. I mean, but Zeke probably changed that being a top five pick and being well, as good as he was. Yeah. But finally, it, who knows? You don't know what's going to happen, but I see, I mean, obviously I think, I think Carolina is the best landing spot. I don't think he'll go that far. I do think it'll be more like the jets getting him. I don't necessarily love that, but Forte put up good numbers. Paul put up good numbers. So it yeah. is fantasy value. There. I do have to say that though. Actually, no, it'd be nah. Diego one either. Even though I don't know what Danny Woodhead is all about, and if they wanted to keep Melvin Gordon, that would be a crazy yep. two-headed beast. <laughs> but I don't see that happening. But yep. also, Jets. I feel like they have a lot more to address. So I, I, I could, I could so see too. them. I could see them, could see them not doing that. I mean, I, the, I could see Carolina being a very likely place well, at number the Jets, eight. Let's let's say. One of those quarterbacks falls, Kaiser or Trubisky. I think they need a quarterback. Unfortunately, or, I think they'll scoop them up. But I think that's a mistake too. Or but. do they like or Deshaun Watson? We don't. I don't have Deshaun Watson in this top first round. But Deshaun Watson, he his, could be better than his them. stock. Man, his he stock could is be better. After I mean, he just won the national title. Yep. 
So, um, and, and, I, and Kaiser might not even have yet. We're not 100% yeah. sure on that. And like I said, there is going to be another quarterback that rises, and yep. you just don't know how quick he's going to rise. It always happens. Like, I mean, Trubisky just rose. Uh, you know, he wasn't up there. No, and they love him too because they love guys with, put, and air quotes, potential because yep. he's incredibly young too. Yep. One year, and they're like, oh, they're, you know, throw all your weight and hopes and dreams against this guy that's yep. only played one year. I mean, yep. and see, yeah, see, I, I have a quarterback. It's crazy to me if there if there's not a sure thing, top tier quarterback. I don't like to get him in the first. I would no. get Deshaun Watson if he fell to the second. I'd be oh, I'd be so excited for a team. I would yeah, I would much rather take my chances with a second yeah. round guy like Watson. Well, if we're looking at some what, going through some of these teams, like we said, San Diego, they're not getting quarterback, they're not getting running back, and I doubt they're getting wide receiver. They have they have San Diego. Yes, they they have Keenan Allen coming back. They, they have, have Tyrell Williams. They're good. There. I, I feel like the, my problem with that is. They they don't. It's really tough because Keenan Allen is keeps getting hurt, right? Yep. But after that, you don't really have a marquee well, guy. Tyre, they, I think they believe Tyrell Williams can be that. And there's not the wide receivers are there's some good ones. Like Mike Mike Williams from Clemson is great. Yeah, and well, he I, could he I don't could know, easily maybe fall he's, there. Maybe he's going to jump up. Maybe he's going to jump up there. Right now, I have him at 15. But that, actually, he is my next position player, my next skill player to go at number 15 to Philadelphia, who I think I think it'd be a great fit for him. For Carson Wentz to get a number one receiver like Mike Williams, well, that the only problem nice. I have with Mike Williams is look at the past Mike Williams who have failed. There's oh. yeah, what <laughs> is it with that name? <laughs> this is the third wide receiver Mike Williams we've had in the last like ten some years, and they've all been hyped. And they <laughs> yeah, way too much. <laughs> I could see. I think Philly. I think they could use a run, um, wide receiver there. I really do. I, yeah, I, I like that pick for them. They're they're already a decent team, and I, as much as I don't. I don't want to give up on their wide receiving core because I, I think they kind of starting to put it together, but um, they've all underachieved. Yeah, Jordan Jordan Matthews. He's and, been the best one. Aglor has been a huge disappointment. Um, they just tra- you know they traded for Green Beckham and yeah. Well, he hasn't there. done anything. He's but he's another interesting one, right? So yep. Jordan Matthews, I feel like is that guy that can be very consistent. That is going to be. But they the, need somebody else. They too. do, and I think they were trying to get that with Aglor, where he's going to be the burner. You, yep. you know, you can get down down. You know. Downfield, and then if you if Green Beckham turns into anything, he could be just a very disruptive force. Oh, so yeah. I kind of like what, and then you know, Ertz, you saw him come on late for a tight end. Yep. So I feel like they have some interesting pieces, but adding well, another wide receiver would not be the worst idea. It's, I mean, I have him at 15 now, Philadelphia, but I could definitely see Mike Williams going to Arizona even at 13. I mean, the way they're, we were talking. Oh, man, they're just losing you know, wide receivers like crazy. In, our last, in the last episode, we were talking about David Johnson, the awards, and the wide receiver core for Arizona. Fitzgerald's getting old. Yeah. They you know, they let go of who you thought it. was going to be the heir apparent. Yep. I don't think they're going to go that way, but I could, I could, see, I could see the need for them. If, uh, I, wouldn't, I, would not, uh, I would not blame them if they went that yep. route. Because I don't see teams, I don't see, eh, I mean, I don't really see these other teams really going for it. Cincinnati could use another receiver opposite A.J. Green, but they're not going to go for that. Buffalo could probably throw another receiver opposite Sammy Watkins, but why? They're, it's, you don't need to do that in the first round. You're not like the Detroit Lions of Matt Millen days where you're just drafting wide yeah, receivers. I agree. So, I see Indianapolis at 14 is the next team I think could go offensive player. Like we talked about, if Fournette falls, they're, they're going to pick him up. I could see Indianapolis picking Dalvin Cook from Florida State. Yeah, running back. Yep. I could see I could see him going there. I don't have him going there. I have him actually going down twenty third, but I could see him going as high as the Colts at fourteen. You very easily see that with that. I, once again, I, I would that would be a great landing spot. You would learn behind mm-hmm. the the veteran. They would use you. 
Um, anyone, any, pretty much if, if Indianapolis gets a running back, I'm going to be very interested in picking him up for a cheaper price than you know than you know any other running back because he's oh, technically yeah. not going to be the starter right away, right? It's, it's going to be Gore, but of course. And I think I think Cook could be a great great player. He's going to get he's going to catch passes out of the backfield. He's going to be that type of player for you, and you could get him cheap probably in a draft I, next year, especially if he's in a situation like with the Colts where he's not the sure thing number one yet, which he could end up being the sure thing number one soon after that. Yeah, exactly. I could see that's where I could I could see him going all the way up at fourteen. That's probably the, the highest I could see him going. And it would be teams probably the best landing spot back. for him because, I mean, where else, uh, who do you have him falling or landing at? I have him going to the Giants. Okay. And that just depends on, I don't, Rashad Jennings isn't the answer. And I don't really think Paul Perkins is either. They've used Paul Perkins as their starter towards the yeah. end of the year, really. I don't think Paul Perkins is the answer there. I mean, I could see getting a good running back to go with Eli and go with Beckham and go with Sterling Shepard. They could really make that offense Really terrific. Mm-hmm. So I could. That's where I could see him landing. I mean, there's a couple spots. Maybe, maybe Denver is Denver sold on C.J. Anderson? They're at twenty. Oh, C.J. Anderson or Devontae Booker? Yeah, I mean, see, are they sold on those guys? I don't see them going running back either. No, round, I don't but, either. And the teams ahead of them are just not going. If you you know, Baltimore, maybe Baltimore. That's an interesting one at sixteen. Terrence West, Kenneth Dixon. I don't think again. I don't think those are the answers. I don't feel like Baltimore is a team that's going running back in the first round. And just to throw a glitch in it, either I don't think this they would go this route, but someone like <clears throat> Tampa Bay, which if has Doug had Martin incredibly with, bad luck with well, running backs, if, if, you, if you really wanted to clear house and just be like, dude, we're going to start over. We have Jameis Winston. We have Mike Evans. We have Brait. Like, we have a lot of well, pieces that are coming together. And Doug Martin is, is suspended for the first um, few games of – um, 2017. Yeah, and Maybe they're just done with it. That's what I'm. I'm wondering. And if you know, it's 19. Like, you, you, that doesn't necessarily have to be. You know, that that's far enough down where I yep. could see the value being like, no, a running back would be fine here. Yep. So I, I could see something like that happening it's too. Possible. And that would be a really interesting one. I have them currently getting peppers. Good old Jabril. Ah, uh, nice. But you know, I, I was gonna say. Speaking of Jabril, do you think he's gonna play any sort of offense in the no. NFL? I doubt it. I he's going to be that safety so. hybrid. Yeah, I think he could linebacker be linebacker type player. He's going to be more of a safety. I think he could be decent. Maybe yeah. get some return stuff. But if you you have the the defense, whatever defense he's on, maybe you'll get you get some return right. yardage. Yeah, you don't you don't see too many guys that athletic um, playing safety. So no. he he's a very he's interesting. One. I don't know how he will go because he you know every, every position he's played, but yep. he could be like a larger version of the honey badger, pretty yep. much. Uh, oh, that's exactly what I could see him being for sure. That same—that's almost—that's the best example I can come up with for what type of player he'll be in the NFL for sure. Then, the, like the next position player we have, skill player here, is Tennessee. I have the Titans at number eighteen. Corey Davis, the wide receiver from Michigan. He is one of the more interesting yes, guys. Yes, he is. And it's kind of one of those guys I'm I'm rooting for. <laughs> so, so Tennessee, Marcus Mariota. Is showing a lot of signs that he could be a good, really good quarterback. They got they got Demarco Murray. They they got Derrick Henry. They're set there. For what? Rashard Matthews is their number one wide receiver right now, and for the most part, and, you know what? I applaud them because they have a bunch of great kind of cornerstones that they're yeah. working with, and they see a bunch of these players that have not turned out the way they want. And on top of that, they're kind of 
they're kind of like troublesome, right? Kind of the virus. And instead of being like, man, these guys are really athletic, Green Beckham, Hunter, like guys that never panned out, yep. they just were saying, hey, we're just going to clear house. We're going to work with the guys that will be good for the team. So I love what they're doing currently. And I think this guy, um, especially being underrated, I think he's a perfect fit. And I would be really excited if he went there. And the problem nowadays is who – who do they value more? Mike Williams is going to be the number one receiver, but number two, is it Corey Davis or is it John Ross from Washington? It could be either. What people, some people have Ross, some people have Davis. Mm-hmm. It goes back and forth. So it really just be. I, I think that I think the Titans need a wide receiver. And I think they'll pick one of those two guys. Yeah, I just I love it. I don't know. I just think that guy, especially. I don't even obviously he could have a huge ego that I don't know about. But the guy has he's at Western Michigan, right? Yep. He's gonna have a chip on his shoulder. Yep. He's he can do a lot of stuff. I watched their their bowl game, um, and and a couple of the games beforehand because they were being so highly touted. And the guy is everywhere. Yep. And he just does everything really, really well. So I, I'm wondering if he'll fall because he went to a smaller school like they usually kind of do. Well, but plus, I, I'm waiting for. Yeah, you know, I always say about QB, but the same thing happens for wide receiver. There will be someone that has blazing speed, and he's going to yeah. shoot up, and then oh yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, so I'm wondering if he will fall because he won't have a great 40 time or something. I don't know. And with with Corey Davis and you say John Ross, I have John Ross down at 30 going to going to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that they could use a, another receiver possibly there. Jeremy Macklin, how much does Jeremy Macklin have left? Obviously, he's getting hurt all the time. And even if he does have a few years left, which would be wonderful, yeah. you have him, Tyree Kill, and then you have a, a rookie that would have a few well, years underneath. And, and Tyree Kill's Tyree Hill's not a he's not the number one type receiver. He's a no. he's a Swiss he's all over enough. the place. He's not going to be that number one receiver. They need somebody else on the outside. So that would be good if I I have him getting John Ross, but that could very easily be Corey Davis. Or I, be one of those how two. would you feel about that though? Because they they never air the ball out an incredible amount, and Tyree yep. Kill really only well, scored as many as he did. He could do everything. See, I don't see his his fantasy value. Whoever it is if it's Ross, if it's Davis, yeah. I don't. I believe their fantasy value is much higher at Tennessee. Actually, yeah, even, though Tennessee, even though Tennessee's a running team. Mariota, look at Rashard Matthews. He was actually a what top fifteen receiver, I think. This yeah, season. he was. And why wouldn't if you get somebody that is much more talented than Matthews in there? Why not? I, I think Tennessee's the better landing spot. If you look look from eighteen to thirty, then that's where I have those two going. But if there's any other teams that could use receiver here, I don't see Tampa getting them. Denver, no. The Lions, no. The Dolphins, no. I don't see there's any reason there. Giants, nope. Oakland, nope. Houston, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, they just drafted Will Fuller, so highly doubt that. Green Bay, Green Bay's not using number one pick on a wide receiver. No, and they shouldn't either. Seattle's, I doubt they're using a number one pick on a wide receiver. There's no, they have Doug Baldwin, they have um, Paul Curse. Richardson looked pretty good against the Lions. He, he looks so, awesome. I mean, who knows? Maybe Tur- or, I was going to say, for yeah, the Green Bay, yeah. I was going to say, all these teams have talent, you know. Nope. Pittsburgh, no, they're not getting wide receiver at no. that point. And, then and, you they, go, and you see all these guys. Yeah. They're, they're, those teams are already backloaded yep. with talent. And then Atlanta, I, I mean, shoot, maybe. No, probably not, though. They're not getting wide receiver. It's, it's, there's not many that spots. Actually, no, it's funny. They, they Atlanta could, could actually that's use one. one. That's, you know, it's somebody else go with I mean, Julio there. You, you saw, you know, Gabriel come on late, and then they also have, uh, but they're, you know, they're number two. I, but. I could see them using one, but with Atlanta, their offense was so good anyway. Their defense is what they need to step yeah, up. So. That, that's why I so don't, I don't think I could see them many, picking one up. I don't think round. there's many landing spots there. I really don't. No, it's, it's kind of funny. It's very true. And uh, this first round, I, I have a feeling that it's going to be defensive heavy, or at least, yeah. you know, the offensive tackles and kind of included in that. Just 
guys that aren't going to have any sort of fancy yep. but that's very interesting and just to round out the conversation about uh, Corey Davis as well like I can only imagine because there's not going to be as many you know highlights game tape against you know these top teams like a lot of these guys will um, but it doesn't mean that he's not going to be able to come on and be a force right away and you see the kind of people that of these tiny schools yep. and two of them I mean Greg Jennings who had a very good career in Green Bay came out of Western Michigan yep. and uh, Antonio Brown which is you know arguably the best wide receiver came out of Central which is not that far away from it so yep. I mean, those smaller schools are starting to get I mean, legit talent. Yeah, there's actually been some. I mean, Thomas Rawls actually was at Central, but I mean, he Thomas transferred Rawls. from Michigan, but yeah. he was at Central too. Like those smaller schools, you know, we're obviously talking about the Michigan ones, but yeah. David Johnson came from a small school. Like you know, they're they're out there. That's yep. for sure. I mean, what was it? Uh, Forte was at Tulane. Yeah, Forte. Um, there's there's plenty of those guys. Tulane isn't quite as small as that, but still, I mean, those kind of teams are because the distribution of talent is really starting to go crazy because of how many you know all these guys coming out of yep. high school training at an early age it's pretty incredible the the kind of people you can get from these small schools if you look oh yeah some other skill position guys here i have the dolphins at 22 picking oj howard the tight end from alabama i have howard as the number one tight end on the board he could go i think he could go first round miami could be a landing spot that with you know i don't know if they still sold on Tannehill, but with Tannehill there a jolly at running back you got two pretty good receivers in Devontae Parker and Jarvis Landry. Throw another, throw a good tight end in there. I think I mean, it'd be it, great. It, it could I, be. I do know. worry, and I know that he's had a ton of injuries. So, I, I mean, are you thinking that Jordan Cameron? Jordan yeah, Cameron gone. is just out of the conversation Done. now. Completely. And I was going to say because they brought him in. So your two is not a failed experiment, but you spent yeah. that money to get that tight end, and yep. nothing came of it. So you're wondering if, if that would turn them off of the idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't know for sure. They might not go for something like that, but I think it could be a fit if they really want to build that offense. Yeah. And I, I do have to say, it's very interesting, and I think Miami could really use a tight end. I personally do not go for rookie tight ends, though. Yeah. Only because it, I feel like that's one position besides quarterback that is very difficult to be a very a good tight end right away, and you see it all the time. Is. And Ebron is just starting to kind of flash his talent. He's been in the league for a couple of years now. Um, and the famous one was Vernon Davis. It was almost They thought he was almost a bust after his first rookie year. And yeah. then he came on to do great things the next couple. So I feel like that position is very difficult to pick up because of all the... You're usually the biggest wide receiver out there pretty much in NCAA. And now you're blocking these guys that are as quick as you. And they have a very tough time picking up the the block team and all that kind of stuff. Another an interesting spot though, if if some team wants a top tight end that could just be a, make a ridiculous offense, what about the Packers? <laughs> I, pretty much anyone anyone that gets drafted there, I'm I'm very interested in. But at the same time, I, they always I mean you saw I mean you still have guys coming out of nowhere for that team, right? And yep. I mean, just an example, any wide receiver that went on that got drafted there, especially first round, you would think they'd use them, but their th- top three wide receivers are still incredible. And then you still have people like Geronimo, which we just <laughs> saw him catching touchdowns the other yeah. day. Janice, who was supposed to be some speedster that we haven't seen a whole lot of. Like, <laughs> I mean, they have a wide receiver playing running back for them. So what scares me about them is they're so backloaded in, in entrenched in, hey, we're going to teach these guys to be Packers and then they're going to be able to play, you know, the kind of style of ball we like, that any tight end that comes in right away just scares the crap out of me. Yep. No, tight ends, they just really they don't usually perform that first season. Now, I'm trying to think of one that just 
came out and did it right away. Gronk? Well, besides for I would really actually I would really love to look at his rookie season and see how long it took him. I, a lot of I have these no guys idea. just don't like. The, I mean, Jimmy Jimmy Graham wasn't a first year guy. It was his no. second year. Jordan no. Reed didn't come, was decent his first year, but he wasn't. It's funny too that the type of tight end has changed dramatically too. From you almost you almost draft blocking tight ends and then you draft red zone tight ends. Where I mean, even and you saw it starting with Gronk is a freak of nature, right? But you see it starting with Jimmy Graham, where he was a basketball player, and th- you know, so you're starting to see a lot more of those players go. Oh yeah. And, you know, so you can really find a lot of athletic tall guys. And, I mean, even the Lions, to use a, a weird scenario, but how many different tight ends have they used, and especially in the red zone, like Faria? What? I mean, no, I mean, like, so you kind of worry about already having some, like, specialty players. So okay. tight really do kind of scare me. So I, I really do wait until the last moment and figure out who's going to be the only guy catching the ball. And then going skill position, we talked about John Ross at Kansas City at 30. The final one in the first round is number 31, the New England Patriots getting Christian McCaffrey from Stanford. How do you like that fit? Um, I think the fit, I think it would be wonderful for McCaffrey. I'm wondering, I think the first year is going to, fantasy-wise, I think first year he, he wouldn't be... He would be nice to own, but he wouldn't be relevant enough yeah. to start he's because gonna he's be, going to be behind Blunt. He's going to be in that Deion Lewis, James White role. Once again, they're so backloaded with guys that they love that you can – and who does – Bill Chick does not give a crap who he plays. So he could be he could be used a lot, and if he fumbles at all, he's screwed, right? Yep. So it's a lot of pressure for a rookie. I, I love that for him, though. I think he could really do well there um, his sophomore season – Especially if he didn't do anything the first one, I'd be ready to scoop him up if I saw any sort of flash of you know yep. brilliant. I think I think it'd be a good fit for him. You know, I was trying to think of some other. I'm just looking here because I don't have Deshaun Watson in that first round we talked about. I'm just trying to think: is there any other landing spots for this guy? Because I feel like he's a first round talent. I'm thinking: what about Buffalo at number ten? They're not sold on Tyrod Taylor. Obviously, they didn't play him the last game. He wants out. I think they want him out. I think Deshaun Watson with the Bills could be should, a good fit. Be. I I would love to get a. A quarterback that looks, I mean, you never know, but looks like his caliber in the second round because it takes well, a lot of pressure off of him. That's very, I mean. Even if you're even if you're putting him behind uh, a quarterback that's already there and that's going to be playing for another four years, that's that's a place I would love to well, be if, able to get if him. If Cleveland, with, what, they should have the first pick of the second round. If Cleveland could then turn around and get Deshaun Watson in that first pick, I like that. Yeah, that would be a great go for Cleveland. See, I mean, unfortunately, you probably have to throw back out there. I mean, I don't know. Start McCown for the first couple of games, so they've they keep making the same mistake. But I think Deshaun Watson would be kind of a, a good quarterback for that. Yep. Because you know, you've seen he can win. He makes good decisions for the most part. He's pretty athletic, and you finally have some weapons for him. And yeah. he won't be a number one pick, like you know. We'll see. We don't really know at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, he could sneak his way There's up there. A couple other There's quarterbacks no to get up there too. It's who knows. But you never know. I mean, what about? Someone like Deshaun Watson, if he didn't go up, if he fell, and he fell to someone like Arizona in the second round, that's not I a bad would idea. Love that. Yeah, that's Arizona with Paul Palmer. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously on his last legs. So Man, he would, that's not a bad. That's he would a have a year or two, either. and then he would be able to learn under one of the one of the better quarterbacks in the league, and then he would have a lot of talent. Plus David Johnson helping him out. So yep. I would that would be wonderful for him. Definitely. I we'll we'll see what happens here. I don't really know. I, I mean, he looked so great in that game, and he's been he's been good for really great for two seasons now. I mean, all right, and just to uh, finish off the show, 
I would like to know, no matter if they all landed in a decent spot, yep. if you had to pick one wide receiver, running back, quarterback, that you think could actually give you the most bang for your buck, who, who are, who are you, you'd be going after? I think Fournette's going to be good no matter where he goes. I really do. I think he's going to be great, but he's going to cost a lot. So that's the problem with him. Like, if you're looking at, for value in a draft, mm-hmm. he's going to be great. I really think so, but you're going to have to pay so much for him. Really are. I almost like, I think Delvin Cook could actually be a better player, this especially this season, really depending on where he lands. But he's going to be a guy I'm going to look to get. Like, if he landed with the Giants like I have him, I'd like that fit better yeah. than I like where Fournette's going to go. Every team we talked about <clears throat> that he could land at, seems like he's going to get a lot of chances. And... You and like you said, I don't think you're having to pay near as much as you will exactly. Fournette because Fournette so, really is a, a he is a tremendous. He's going to be talent. great, but you're going to have to pay for him. Value wise, I think Cook mm-hmm. is going to be. I think Cook is going to be a very good value. It's people you don't usually you don't have two rookie running backs going for big dollar, dollar totals. I don't think. Maybe you do. I I don't see it. Um, but honestly, maybe there could be some late round guy like. Um, Deontay Foreman from Texas. I like him a lot. He's down on some boards. He could be like a guy who goes maybe the third round or something. It depends on the spot he lands. It all depends on where he goes, but there's always like those guys. Look at Jordan Howard. Yeah. I mean, there's one of those guys that's going to break out. Maybe it could be Foreman. I wouldn't be surprised if out of all the guys down there, it could be him. I would. It's going to be either. I would actually. It's going to be Cook or Foreman could be that guy you get for nothing and he could break out. So something like that I'd like. Wide receiver wise. I think I'm, it's going to be Mike Williams no matter what. I know he's the number one receiver. He's going to be my guy I'm going to go after. I don't feel like he's hyped. and He's hyped, but he's not. I feel like it's not hyped to a crazy level right now that he's going to be, you know, overpriced by a lot. Yeah. Plus, it's way different, right, because when you're a, a rookie wide receiver, yep. I mean, more than likely he's not going to be the number one wide receiver yep. right away on a team. So not going to go... Like you said, they're not going to overhype him to yeah. that point. Well, and then quarterback-wise, if Kaiser and Trubisky go to, like, 49ers and Bears, whoever goes to the – if the Bears get a quarterback, I want who the Bears get. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they have more talent. San Francisco's not – I don't like them. But, you know, I don't think Trubisky's going to be very good at rookie year. I feel like he's a guy who's going to – he's had one year of a, as a college starter. Kaiser, I'm not sold on Kaiser. Look how bad Notre Dame was this year. Like he's supposed to be this top pick, and he's, he can't even lead Notre Dame to a bowl game. No, I agree. I don't think I don't think there's a quarterback in no. this class that is going to be able to return fantasy value. No, not at all. You're not going to dynasty wise. If you're looking dynasty quarterback wise, probably if I'd go Trubisky. If you're looking at a dynasty league, yeah. I, I think that's where I'm going. I think in my honestly my list of like if dynasty, I go to probably Trubisky, probably Watson, then Kaiser. That's kind of where I'm actually looking. And the funny thing is I have Kaiser yeah. as a highest pick. Well, it's more of what I'm hearing. And I agree with you totally. I think you hit it correct when you say, especially for a, a dynasty, you will be picking the best position for uh, – because you're not going to play him right away. So if a Watson is behind a Palmer, say, just that's for, saying, like if you say, if somebody goes to Arizona – That would be that, a great guy I'd to get. i like that in the second round. If somebody yeah. goes to Arizona, that's something that would be great. Yeah. And pretty much I'm not – I'm not going to pick anyone that San Francisco takes because no. I have a feeling if he has to play right away, they're going to ruin the guy. Yep. And if Cleveland gets a quarterback and plays him right oh away, I'm not, I'm not liking that either. The poor but. guy. That's where careers go to die right away. 
Well, I think that's it for our first little NFL draft preview. Yeah, little, Hopefully you're hanging in there with us. We're, you know, we're not these draft scouting experts, but you know, we can give you some what we think about some value here and. Especially when you know, it comes to fantasy. Exactly. You know, we know who's going to be decent there. There's some interesting, very interesting things what's going to yeah. happen in the next coming months once, you know, pro days happen, the combine, all that kind of stuff. We'll see what these players actually, you know, what their 40 times are. It's crazy. It's something just that that's going to, that shoots up wide receivers out of nowhere and running backs. It's, I can't wait to, can't wait <laughs> to ride the hype train on these guys. Yeah, we'll have some, we're definitely going to have some more NFL draft preview episodes as we go on, you know, periodically. Whenever there's some major updates, maybe we'll throw another episode out there. But that is it for this week of episodes. We'll, we'll be back at it next week. Not really sure what we're going to talk about yet next week, Jeff. Yeah, hit on the uh, the NFL playoffs a bit. Playoffs for sure. We'll go over our picks that we talked about last episode. We'll have some stuff for you. We'll be back. We'll have plenty of good stuff for you. Maybe we'll talk about some draft strategy already. Who knows? Yeah, it's about that time, actually. You know, might as well. Start, who, let's, let's start planning for next year. It's only what? It's only like drafts like eight months away. That's yeah, I mean, obviously. You get two weeks, and Maybe then you get right back seven, on the horse. Seven months away. Seven and a half months away. So got to get ready. So, <laughs> All right. We will talk to you guys next week. 